Hello and welcome, my beloved Heart to Heart family. Welcome to Heart to Heart here with Alicia. And today, beloved family, I'd like to talk to you about your thoughts. Do your thoughts have power? Do they? Beloved family, did you know our minds and thoughts are the most powerful tools we own? Did you know that? Yes, they most certainly are. You see, they help us to become successful and to achieve our goals. Did you know our thoughts dictate who we are? Also, who and what we will become. This is a proven fact. So, what are you saying? Would you say our thoughts are important? Do you think your thoughts are important? You can only be as good or as bad, for that matter, as you think you are. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, there are people that think they are a lot more than what they really are. But I'm not talking about foolish, arrogant, prideful people that are legends in their own mind. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about people trying to do something meaningful with their lives. The kind of people that are trying to live right and be pleasing in the eyes of our loving, merciful creator and savior. That's who I'm talking about. Beloved family, we are the sum total of our thoughts and words. What we think, say about ourselves, and believe. That's what we are. But did you know your thoughts are more important to Yah, your Heavenly Father and Savior, than your words? Did you know that our thoughts are more important to our Creator, our Father, our Maker, our Savior, than our words? Well, it's true. They are. But get this, beloved. You may not believe me, but I have been given the revelation that it is the same with our guardians. I'm talking about the ones we call angels, our guardian angels, assigned to watch over us from the kingdom of the third heaven. It's the same for them also. Your guardian angel cares about your thoughts. Your thoughts are more important to him than your words. them. You see, we can say a lot of words we don't really mean, but our thoughts are being meditated on in the womb of our minds. And when I say the womb of our minds, I'm talking about our imagination. In our imagination, we give birth to ideas, plans, and sometimes our own destruction. All the enemy has to do is get control of our, our thoughts. 
our minds. And as I have said many, many times before, whoever or whomever has your mind and your thoughts has you. Let me say that again. Whoever or whomever has your mind and thoughts, they have you, beloved. They have you. Our minds are powerful and our thoughts shape who we are and will become. Get this fact. We must really, really get this. Because some of us think horrible things about ourselves. Some of us listen to horrible things that are said about us, and then we tend to start believing it ourselves. Don't let someone's evil words or the enemy use them to make you put yourself down. Our Heavenly Father said everything he made was good. And he said, greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Now, he's great, and he lives in you. So that makes you great. He's powerful. He's all-powerful, and he lives in you. So that makes you powerful. He's loving, and he lives in you. That makes you loving. He's righteous. He is righteousness, beloved. So that makes you righteous. You are the apple of his eye. We are the apple of his eye. You must believe that. Stop putting yourself down in your thoughts and your mind. You can say a lot of things. There are some people that come across and they'll say things like, Oh, I know I'm this and I know I'm good. But inside their thoughts, they really don't think very much of themselves at all. And people on the outside are talking about them, putting them down. Oh, they think there's something. They're nothing. So with your thoughts, with their, and with their thoughts and your thoughts, what does that make you? Nothing. But they can only make you what you allow them to by you taking on those thoughts, meditating on them in the womb of your mind, your imagination, and becoming it. Well, this is serious, beloved. You know, and I, I preach to myself. Huh? Sometimes when he gives me something, I have to go back and listen to it myself. Because we all can be tempted to think bad things about ourselves. You know, situation when things aren't going right for us. You know, and it's been so many different challenges coming up for me. And, you know, and the last message I sent, I was you know, very fighting sickness, very strong. I won't say I was very ill. Fighting sickness. And that was, you know, because of um, not getting much sleep. My, my little dog here, I didn't think he was going to make it to his 17th birthday, but he did. He's still here. He's laying on my lap now. But he's dealing with some challenges, you know, and, but he's fighting to live. And I wasn't going to say, before I get into the verses, I have to say this. So many Christians are so quick to jump and say, put him to sleep. You should put him to sleep. Don't let him suffer. You know, I mean, is that what, I mean, because he has dementia, and now he's recently gone blind, yeah. So, but if your grandmother or your mother or father gets dementia and go blind, is that what you do, put him to sleep? 
That's what the doctor told me to ask them. You know, and the people will give me so much pressure. I even went and asked how much it costs. You know, because I was thinking, I don't want them to suffer. And making me think, making me think, I'm being selfish. See, thoughts. So I started thinking, taking on their thoughts. Thinking, how am I being selfish? I'm, I'm keeping him here, you know, and this is wrong. Because, I mean, I didn't like to see him going through what he was going through. And, um... When they, I took them to the doctor, <laughs> you know, when I asked the doctor about it, they looked at me like, I'm some this horrible person, like, just give him another month to live. I'm like, you don't have to fight for my dog's life. I want him to live. I just don't want to know. I don't want to be, am I, I want to know, am I being cruel? Am I, am I making him suffer, trying to keep it, you know, by not putting him to sleep? And they all said, absolutely not. And he has lots of life in him. He's fighting to live. He eats well. He drinks well, you know, it's just his mind. And now his, you know, nerves, his body doesn't, his legs don't work like they used to. But how many older people, how many up here, his legs don't work like they used to? Or, you know, dementia. But what gets me is how many Christians, first thing they want to say, and then some of them have the audacity, the nerve, to be angry about it. You know, well, I, one of them said, well, you know, he's, he's, he's fighting to stay alive. He's doing it for you. He, and see, you put your, you put your dogs to sleep, you know, leave me alone. I, you know, and, and I, I had to just, I said, father, forgive me for even allowing those thoughts to come upon me. See, because I know that I couldn't have, I couldn't have, I couldn't have dealt with myself. You know, I want him to go in my arms, and he, you know, and yes, he's taking up a lot of my time. I have to do everything for him, and I'm not able to go out and sing like I usually do right now. But you know what? He's worth it. He's been faithful to me. He's been a good dog to me. He was a gift from the heavenly Father. Sorry, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I'm not turning my back on him. And, he's, and you know, and I just, like I say, it, it made me not like a lot of Christians. I mean, all of the Christians. Isn't it funny how the non-believers, the non-Christians are the ones that are saying, wow, yeah, you know, he's trying to live, you know, that's wonderful that you're trying to be there for him as long as he wants to live. But Christians, and in this league, <laughs> doctors say tell them what when they get when they start getting dementia let's put them to sleep you know and you know he, he actually said tell them to shut up so i'm saying shut up and if anybody is thinking that well you should put them to sleep shut up i mean that i didn't know i was gonna go off into that but that's been a that's been a big uh, That's been a big thing, you know, and um, I actually like taking care of me. I'm one of those kind of people that like to be needed, need to be needed. I took care of his brother like that. He, I didn't raise his brother, but I took care of him, and, and the last six months of his life was great. I gave him a good life, and, and he lived a lot longer than what they thought, and he died in my arms. I was there for him. 
you know, but it gets hard right now. It's like, since I can't work and his medicine is costing, a, you know, it's difficult. But I pray, you know, and I, I tell Father, I still send money to Africa and the things I'm supposed to do and the, the, the church, the ministry, Hobo Temple that I built in there, you know, so I just expect the Father to help make a way for Teddy, and he has been doing that. If there's anyone, if you're going to, don't pray for me to be able to put my dog to sleep. That, that, I rebuke that. <laughs> That's not, don't, don't pray for it. Don't pray that. If you want to pray for me, just pray for my needs to be met and for Teddy to go in peace. When he's supposed to go. Not before. Oh my, I don't know. If I don't know if I'm going to post this since I talked about this. I'll pray about it because I know if I listen to it, I won't. I've gotten all off the track. But, and, uh, let me compose myself, okay? <laughs> thank you. Oh, Father, thank you. my mind on you, Father, my thoughts back on you. All things happen for the good of those who love you and are called by your purpose. We are the sum total of what we think and what we speak. I am the apple of your eye. I am more than a conqueror through you who love me. I am the righteousness of Yah through and in Yahusha, he who's called Jesus. I am seated in the third heaven, in the Messiah, who's seated at the right hand of your throne in a place of honor, glory, and power, riches, and, and, and wisdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am the lender and not the borrower. Oh, Father, yeah, I pray for all the listeners, those that are listening, those that are having problems with thoughts, putting themselves down, or having problems with others speaking over them, and their thoughts are becoming their own thoughts, putting them down. I pray that they read your word, that we read your word, and that your thoughts and be what you say we are. Not what somebody made from dirt says we are. We're all made from dirt. And not definitely not from the enemy. You say we are the head and not the tail. You say we are your children. You say we are joint heirs with your son, the king of kings. We're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. We are your children. We are your righteousness in the Messiah. You made us acceptable to yourself through your beloved son. In order to make us acceptable to you, you had to allow your son to be beaten, to be spit upon, to be lied on, 
to be kicked, to be crucified, executed, to be called a bastard child, to be called a devil, beaten beyond recognition, to take upon himself every sickness and every disease and to take every curse and put it upon himself so that we can be curseless, so that by his stripes we were and are healed. You did that. That is how, thank you so much, Father, that is how you made us acceptable unto yourself through your beloved son, through the abuse, the beating, the murder of your beloved son. You didn't let him stay dead. You gave him the power to take his life back. Hallelujah. Because that was you, your word, given flesh. And the, the scripture says, you are your word and your word is you. And that is your living word. You did that for us. Thank you, Abba. Sheshe Baba. Nagore Baba. Esheo Baba. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And Father, I pray that you would be able to use this podcast in a special way that I can't even imagine. I'm just vulnerable right now and just humbling myself. <laughs> just well, you know, Father, and I hope and pray that they, those that are listening, can have understanding in their heart toward me and and get the message. We are the sum total total of what we think, but we can also allow others' thoughts to infect us and affect us, and they become ours, which almost caused me to do something that I would have hated for the rest of my life. Thank you. In the name of my beloved Savior, Yahusha, Mashiach, Hamashiach, the Messiah, salvation, who is called Jesus. Halal Yahuwah, Halal Yahusha. Praise Yahuwah. Praise Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> beloved friends, I kind of went there, huh? We're family, right? You're in my home? Okay. All right. Here, um, I was supposed to read a few verses about the power of your thoughts and mind. Okay? Let's pick it up there. Excuse me one second. sound better now. Okay. We're going to start off with the first verse I have here is Ephesians 4, 23 and 24. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, the NLT. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like Yah, Bible says, like God, truly righteous and set apart holy. 
Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you made. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. It's a choice. Choose what we think, what we choose to think, and what we choose to believe. Life or death, blessings and curses. <laughs> but he, he gave us the answer. Oh, that you would choose life. Let's go on. Deuteronomy 30, 19. And for years, this verse haunted me. I didn't believe life, particularly love, joy, peace, etc., were choices. I always thought circumstances played a role. Simply choosing love and joy was just too easy. But what if it's true? Sometimes I found this on, in, on the internet. Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let Yah transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know Yah's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I'm going to read that again. Do not copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let Yah Bible says God transform transform you into a person by changing the way you think by changing the way you think by changing the way you think then you will learn to know Yah's will for you Bible says God's will for you which is which is this is his will good and pleasing and perfect Romans 12, 2. Let me straighten things out here. I see in between <laughs> the tears and stuff. Um, today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now... I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make, oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. That is Deuteronomy 30, 19, okay? And Ephesians 4, 23, 24 is, instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. That's 23. 24 is, put on your new nature, created to be like Yah, like God, truly righteous and holy. Okay? <laughs> I got, I, you know, so forgive me for it. I just want to straighten that out, okay? And uh, do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let Yah transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know Yah's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That is Romans 12, 2. Okay. All right, continuing. Changing the way you think changes your perspective, which changes how you act in the world. Paul's world, excuse me, Paul's words aren't new. Change your mind is the central theme of 
Yahusha called Jesus' first sermon. That's in Matthew 4, 17. Our Savior challenged people to change their thinking because regardless of how many times you read through the Bible, if your mind doesn't change, if your mind doesn't change, you simply cannot and will not change. That's a given, beloved. Here's another verse. Yah, written God, has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. We're not supposed to be timid and fearful, scary, but of power and love and self-discipline. Second Timothy 1, 7. Second Corinthians 10, 5. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing Yah, Bible says knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Messiah, Messiah Yahusha, Bible says Christ. I'll read that again. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing Yah, knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts, rebellious thoughts, and teach them to obey the Messiah, Yahusha, Bible wrote Christ. Taking every thought prisoner is a great idea. When say we capture their rebellious thoughts, we're taking them prisoner. That's a great idea, don't you think? But is it even possible? I believe it is. If we trusted Yah's word, it's definitely possible. If we trusted our creators, our makers, our saviors, perfect word, it's definitely possible. Beloved, you do know that what we're supposed to do is in the scripture and it's in plain sight. Plain sight. You know what it is? Be still and know that I am Yah. Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Now, I would say it this way, be still and know that I am Alua Yahuwah. That means, be still and know that I am the Almighty One, Yahuwah. That's Psalms, Tehillim, Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am Yah. Beloved, do you know, if we can't be still and take out time to pray, our thoughts and emotions and feelings will be our master. We won't rule them. They will rule us. <laughs> How many know that if you let your emotions and your thoughts and feelings rule you, you are, <laughs> you are in big trouble. You can end up being a lunatic. You are in big, big trouble. We can't let that happen, right? Philippians 4, 8. This is NIV. Finally, brothers and sisters, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, 
whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think on these things. If it's excellent, praiseworthy, if it's lovely, if it's pure, if it's noble, if it's right, if it's true. Have you met anybody like that? Or have you ever been like that? Well, they, someone that did, you see they, all their, they just think positive. I know someone like that. His name is Pastor Sunday. He's under my ministry. He's the pastor of a Hope Temple in Gombe Adumawa, Nigeria. You know, it's, it's like, he's always calm and easygoing. It seems like nothing breaks him down. He's, he doesn't get offended easy. And you know what? He listens much, much more than he speaks. He tries to see the best in everyone. And that's really what we all are supposed to do. Because what you choose to see determines your reality. Yeah. You have the power to change your reality by your thoughts and what you focus on. What does Proverbs 23, 7 say? As someone thinks within himself, so he is. Whatever you think, that's what you are. Hmm. I take my hat off to Pastor Sunday Marcus. Um, powerful yet meek, mild, but powerful man. He's been in situations where people yelling at him, saying all kind of mean, awful things to him. He goes through a lot of jealousy and whatever. I mean, just really railing on him. And he sits there and holds his peace. And he still has a pleasant look on his face. And they come back later and say, what kind of man are you? Did you hear what I said to you? All the things I, did, I said to you and yell at you and your expression doesn't change. <laughs> he said, while you are talking and look, awful he says I'm not focusing on that all the wicked things you're saying I'm talking to the father praying and listening to him see when he does that then he can see them out of the heart and eyes of the father like our savior did father forgive them for they know not what they do think about that we can't forgive somebody sometimes for rolling their eyes at us or they didn't speak to me this morning. And our Savior was hanging on that tree that they call the cross. Saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he was dying for the very people who were killing him. I mean, they were included. He paid for the sins of the world. Everyone. But if he's not their ruler, their master, the Bible says their Lord, they don't get that gift. But all sins were paid for. Like I would say, it's really stupid for anybody to go to go to, to hell for their sin because they were all paid for. What you would go to hell for for re rejecting the one who paid for your sins, past, present, and future. Rejecting Yahusha, the Messiah, the Messiah, who is called Jesus. All right. I think I didn't mean to make this as long as it is. 
I want to end by saying, you know, you were created in the image and likeness of your creator, Almighty Yah. You may call him Almighty God. You were created, we were created in his image and likeness. Beloved, what do you think would happen if we all started really believing this? Saying, I'm made in the image and the likeness of the Almighty Heavenly Father, the Creator. What would it what would it be like? I'll tell you, it would be a new world. A brand new world. <laughs> All this wickedness and evil would not be here. Okay, that's about what I want to end. Say, you know, there's so many other Bible verses speaking on the power of our thoughts. You know, because Yah's words are forever. They are eternal. They don't change. I don't care what people say. <laughs> when he says something, it's a command and a covenant. He doesn't say one thing and change it and mean another. So I say this. What you allow to think determines your reality and your life. So, brothers and sisters, start taking responsibility and control your thoughts I guarantee your life would be so much better so much better I think I'll just end with this last verse here Proverbs 4 25 through 27 NIV let your eyes look straight ahead fix your gaze directly before you Give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Your 26 says, give careful thought to the paths for your feet and your steadfast. And be steadfast in all your ways. Think about where you're going to go and what you do before you go, before you do it, and before you say it. All right, beloved. Trying to get back in the saddle again. Um, thank you for tuning in here with Alicia Heart to Heart. And being my family. So, beloved, until we meet again, y'all willing, of course, and I live to do so. Shalom. Peace be with you. <laughs> You're snoring, baby. <laughs> Remember, we have the power to control our thoughts.